0: Do you want a book that will inspire and challenge you? Evangelizing Catholic Culture, New Vision for the New Creation is that book. It's a call for spiritual renewal within the Catholic Church. There's an entire generation of people searching for authentic purpose in their lives who desire to serve the proclamation of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ and live a rich life of personal holiness. This is an exciting challenge to those who desire to live a deep and rich Christian way of life. Written by Father David Tickerhoof, you are sure to be inspired. Sold on Amazon, in print, and Kindle. Get your copy today. To the Evangelizing Catholic Culture Podcast Show with your host, Father David Tickerhoof, T O R. Father David is a retired priest currently ministering in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania at Our Lady, Queen of Peace, House of Evangelization. You can find the show notes for each episode on the podcast website, Evangelizing Catholic Culture The teachings in this podcast are the thoughts and prayers of Father Tickerhoof and are based upon his good standing in the Catholic Church. And now, here's your host, Father David. You can find today's episode 37 at Evangelizing Catholic Culture Podcast. And now, Father David.
1: Good morning to everyone. I would like to just talk this morning on this presentation about non-negotiable moral principles that Catholics have an obligation uh, to hold and to believe in, and we call them absolute moral principles of moral spirituality or theology. And now as we begin, we, uh, we're we in the new presidency of uh, President uh, Biden, and we're uh in a sense, moving forward. And so it's no, it's no secret that in his administration, uh, in President Biden's administration, who is a Catholic socially, that there are individuals who promote progressive philosophies and attitudes towards moral behavior in American life. This matter is important for Catholic Christians because he has not always supported authentic Catholic moral teaching, especially in the recent past, and that's well known by many. Uh, For example, his clear and public endorsement of Planned Parenthood in the recent election campaign. Therefore, at this time in our society, it may be helpful to examine what really is the moral teaching of the Catholic Church In relationship to certain non-negotiable absolute moral principles that pertain to the sacredness of human life. For the sake of our reflection and discussion, we can identify five non-negotiable absolute moral principles from the Catholic point of view. They are as follows, abortion, euthanasia, or physician assisted suicide embryonic stem cell research human cloning and homosexual marriage always and everywhere the belief and practice of any one of those five is objectively a a serious grave moral evil excuse me over the last 150 years in christian churches in american society There has been a history of gradual moral compromise, especially in the moral practices of infanticide, which is abortion, contraception, and homosexual marriage. Little by little of these moral issues were gradually allowed. As society became more secular humanistic, it evolved into a total acceptance of these moral issues has completely allowed in modern civilization which many say has come of age. For example, one of President Biden's appointments to a cabinet post is an individual who publicly identifies himself as a partner in a homosexual marriage whose husband supports his his appointment. In the second part of this podcast, we will look briefly at the above five non-negotiable moral issues to present the Catholic Church's teaching about these challenging principles. To begin with, we will not be considering moral culpability or specific judgment on any individual. We will simply restate what the Catholic Church holds about these moral issues. Abortion is a grave moral evil, contrary to the natural law. The inalienable right to life of every innocent human individual from the moment of conception to natural death is held by the church and has not changed. Any state approving of abortion is denying the equality of every human individual. Just recently, The law in the United States is permitting abortion clear up to full term. This is one of our nation's greatest evils, if not the greatest. Abortion is the practice of child sacrifice. The second, the next moral, absolute moral evil is euthanasia, which consists in putting an end to the lives of handicapped, elderly, the sick, or dying persons. It is a grave moral evil. The present form of euthanasia, which is being practiced now in some states in the United States, is physician-assisted suicide. Some of the state laws in this regard are weak, and thus in some places it is being practiced at the present time. Denying the truth that it is God who remains the sovereign master of all life. We will treat embryonic stem cell research together with cloning human beings because they are related by the fact that they are both a part of the stem cell development process. The Catholic Church supports ethically accepted, acceptable and responsible stem cell research. What the Church opposes is deliberately destroying innocent human life at any stage for research or any other purpose. It opposes embryonic stem cell research. Stem cells are cells that develop very early in the human embryo after fertilization. The Church opposes any research that exploits or destroys the human embryo. It opposes destroying some human lives now on the pretext that this may possibly help or save other lives in the future. In the case of embryonic stem cell research, it is impossible to remain true to moral principles and at the same time destroy potential human life in the process. To obtain embryonic stem cells, the early embryo is destroyed. This means destroying a potential human life. In cloning human beings, to achieve the necessary stem cells, the embryo has to be destroyed. The Church's document on Christian views of cloning, entitled Declaration on the Production, the Scientific, and the Therapeutic Use of Human Embryonic Stem Cells, all three of the approaches discussed in that uh, document are uh, proposed solutions are morally unacceptable. The church teaches that from the moment of conception begins the development of a human being. Therefore, the embryo cannot be considered just another clump of cells. As an individual has a right to its own life, and any negative action, no matter for what purpose, is a moral violation of an individual's right to life. Any intentional damage to the embryo is a grave immoral action. No end believed to be good can justify an intervention to the embryo that destroys its life. A good end does not make right an action which itself is wrong. A human being is to be respected and treasured as a person from the moment of conception to the finality of natural death. In regard to human cloning, it is morally erroneous and unacceptable for anyone to engage in this process for the creation of human beings. It is morally unacceptable to develop a cloned embryo and then destroy it in order to produce a new cell structure moving towards the development of a human being. Because this process violates the sacredness and dignity of a God-willed and man-made human being, it consists in a grave moral evil. In conclusion, it is not hard to see that the serious gravity of the ethical problem posed by embryonic development and the attempts to clone other human beings. Where this has been attempted in the animal world, serious and devastating problems have arisen. Some of the animals have developed major disproportions of structure, size, and organs. This process has made some extremely Susceptible to viral depletions and vulnerable diseases. The last topic for consideration is a huge hot button issue in our contemporary society, namely same sex marriage. First, may we say that the Church has a deep commitment to human dignity and the equality of all human persons. Why then? is same-sex marriage disallowed in Catholic teaching. In Gaudium et Spes, the Council maintains that childless marriages are still truly marriages. The United States Catholic bishops reflecting on this teaching state that the rightness of male-female marriage is demonstrated in the possibility of reproduction. Maintain that they are also personal, and spiritual dimensions revealed by that espousal union that are equally essential. There are deep personal, social, and affective aspects of masculinity and femininity that are seen in males and females. Each person is complete in himself or herself, Yet there is a complementary and communion of persons that is essential for marriage. This genuine complementarity is impossible for same-sex couples. The Catholic Church teaches that same-sex, quote, gay and lesbian, unquote, marriages are not possible. Even though the Supreme Court ruled that same-sex marriage is legal. The Catholic Church does not accept this court ruling. The reason why is that the Church believes and accepts that marriage is, was, and always will be the union of one man and one woman in a permanent, faithful, and fruitful union. God is the author of marriage, not man and not society or the government. Marriage is a sign of a covenant between God and his people, between, between Christ and his bride, the church. Men and women complement one another emotionally and anatomically. Adoption and artificial in, in, insemination, in vitro fertilization, or surrogate parenthood are not viable means to render a relationship capable of married fecundity and espousal communion. Homosexual unions contradict nature. They imitate, but do not complement, and that is the key. The Church holds that same-sex inclination is objectively disordered. Quote, the Catechism of the Catholic Church, number 2358, unquote. There may be no culpability if there's no activity, but the orientation itself is irregular. That does not mean that the persons with the homosexual orientation cannot be outstanding citizens or saintly persons. Every human being, regardless of orientation, is called to live a life of personal holiness While the inclination is disordered, only the activity itself is sinful. Homosexual acts as well as heterosexual acts outside and or before marriage are all sinful and immoral. Only sex between a husband and wife is morally permitted. Deliberate and willful impure thoughts are also wrong, As they lead the will into an area where the person, because of their current state in life, should not go and stay far away. The family is the foundation of the church and the state. Civilization is built upon it. Family is also rooted in marriage of one man and one woman. Committed to a permanent, faithful and fruitful union. Same-sex unions are not marriage and can never replace it. They can only imitate it. Here are four considerations in conclusion. In this regard, number one, the ruling of the Supreme Court is nothing more than a travesty. A court cannot change natural law, nor can it change God's law, nor can it change the nature of marriage, no matter how many judges rule in favor of the change. Number two. Making same-sex marriage a moral reality by legal decision is the same as deciding that the law of gravity is unconstitutional. The words may change, And people may fool themselves, but the reality of marriage remains the same, just as the law of gravity exists. Number three, in this country, we have been participants in moral compromise for a long time. We should not allow ourselves or others to confuse and deceive us into accepting same-sex union as marriage. Number four and lastly, it is a revealed principle that the good God bestows on us all the grace we need to know and practice his will and truth in our lives. We all should beseech him for the wonderful light of grace, practice his will and truth in our lives. We all should beseech him for the wonderful way in which the consequent actions of truth guide and confirm his love and will in our understanding, guidance, and choices we make to live and act in his truth. Much of this teaching was taken from reflections by Father John Triglielo, Catholic Action. May we pray. Father, we thank you for the goodness of your love and for the creation of human beings, male and female. We thank you for the graces of the sacraments that we receive, the beautiful experience of espousal love that imitates the love between the Father and the Son in the Holy Spirit. And we ask that you would give us wisdom and humility, care and understanding as we deal with these challenging issues In our contemporary society. And as more people become embroiled in these controversies, may we stand firm and strong with gentleness and goodness, love and peace and clarity to ourselves, those we love and care for, and our brothers and sisters. And we pray this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: The opinions on this broadcast are those of Father Tickerhoof. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast, and please share this podcast with a friend. And to contact Father David, email him at frdavidjt at gmail.com. And be sure to leave Father a star rating on any podcast app. You can find more information about Father David on Catholic evangelizingcatholicculturepodcast.com.